Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, madam of a secret society, author of Permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and remove the mask. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I'm your host and confidant, Lauren White, and today we have a very special guest and psychology powerhouse. Her name is Dr. Libby Quinn. Libby is a clinical psychologist, has completed her doctorate in clinical psychology and worked solely in private practice for 11 years. It's her mission in this life to serve, grow, and most importantly, have fun. What Libby really wants for women out there is to help them optimize their psychological well-being through the provision of evidence-based therapy. She's a mama and, as, as you'll come to learn, has had many a brush with trying to keep it all together. So if you've been stuck in the trying to keep it all together and want to know what's on the other side of that, then you're about to be let in on all of the secrets. Here to talk the secrets of burnout to illumination is Libby Quinn. Libby, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Lauren. It is. It's so good to be here. And like we were just chatting before you press record, I feel the timing of this interview is... Yeah, it couldn't be any better, really. So <laughs> I'm excited to see what, what comes out because I think it could come out and hopefully it's, it's helpful for your audience. Yeah, yeah, I, I can guarantee you it will be because everything that you say is helpful and resonates uh, resonates right down to people's cause. And it's funny that you said about the timing because, you know, when I originally contacted you, I felt like uh, to be on the podcast I was a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure if she wants to be on it. We had a bit of back and forth and then we had a bit of a time gap. And I said to myself, just trust in the timing. Like don't don't push her to quickly mm. book in and get her time. Like if she wants to do it and it gets her, yeah, she'll do it at the time where it's going to be the most mm. fruitful recording. So I just <laughs> wanted to share that with you because I, I agree with you. Yeah. I really trust the timing and it's happening today and not three weeks before or four weeks ago for mm. a very, very good reason. Oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> Such a good reason. Like I, I have to try and keep the, the tears in because I think, yeah, I've, it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately and I've been saying it to other people. I'm like, timing's everything. Like mm. I haven't been one previously to really subscribe to that belief. Um, yeah, but, but my beliefs are changing as we'll discuss shortly. But um, it's something I've really been tuned into a lot is just trusting the timing of things. And yeah, the, the timing of this interview today is very, um, yeah, well-placed. It was meant to be. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Not that we believe in perfection, but sometimes it's, it's okay to say perfect, right? <laughs> when it comes to timing, it's okay perfect to say perfect. Timing. Perfect yeah. timing. It's the one thing in life that can be perfect, I reckon. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, uh, Livy, you've given me your consent to talk about mm. how we first met. Mm. The truth is you are my second or third one-to-one client 
ever when I went into having my own business. And I'll never forget how much it meant to me that you were saying yes to doing the work that I was offering and how responsive you were to the work. Like you were willing to just do it and you went above and beyond, which is such a, you know, it's, it's such a clear representation of who you are anyway, <laughs> above all, above and beyond. Um, but above all, you were so vulnerable and you were so mm. vulnerable from the get-go. I remember sitting in sessions with you and you would just, I don't know if you remember this, but you would just mm-hmm. sit there and you would take your time and you would just like look out the window and just pause. <laughs> and I would sit there in silence and wait for you. It's like mm. these, like you knew like you knew, just to go back to timing, it's like you knew that you needed that little bit more time to just process Mm. and feel. And and I was just wondering, what are your memories of stepping into coaching in 2013? Oh, Lauren, this is like the... It's such like, I don't know if sliding doors moment is the right right phrase here, but it's just, it's really... um, Oh, it's just, it's an emotional thing to reflect on and, and talk about at the moment because of the recent shifts that I've had and that are still happening for me at the moment. Um, and when I think back to that previous version of myself all the way back in 2013 and seeking out your expertise and your help and coming along to see you, you know, I was, um, you know, a practicing psychologist at the time. I I think I've only told like two other people, three other people that I went and saw a sex therapist. So mm-hmm. hello world, now you know. Um, <laughs> and I, I said to you before this interview, Lauren, and it's something that's been on my mind because I knew there was going to be some time in the future where we would have the chance to talk on a podcast uh, that I wanted to share this because I think it's something that's still not spoken about enough, um, you know, that we as professional women, as givers, as therapists, as healers, whatever we are, go and seek help. Um, and when I think back to that time in 2013, I was I was petrified um, to, to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. really, to be the person who was typically the helper and the professional and kind of even though we're not meant to say it, but an expert, um, to then recognise in myself, oh, shit, I've got this problem and despite all the reading that I'm doing, I can't solve this on my own. So it was a big thing to book the appointment with you yeah. and then really big to, to sit in that first session with you. But I, you know, I've, I've yet to have anyone um, surpass that experience with you, Lauren, in terms of I think you have yeah, a phenomenal skill set of really being able to to see women. Um, and I'm sure that that's just <laughs> grown over time, you know, since those early days for you, but it's just such a natural part of who you are. And, and that was scary um, to really be seen by mm. someone who was seemingly at that point a stranger but could really see me. Um, and then, you know, once parts of you are seen, <laughs> you can't unsee them. Um, and that's, I think like what we were just chatting about now, like that's really exhilarating and empowering and, you know, expansive, but it's also really scary when you see these, um, vulnerabilities and truths within you that, you know, in, in some ways it feels safer to push that back down and pretend you didn't open that up. 
really. Um, but yeah, life changing experience having that therapy with you. And then I think it was a few years later, I had some issues again and um, checked back in. Yes. Yeah. With you again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just it's a, a life changing experience. And I think I've said to you along the way when we've touched base at different points, I'm like, you've certain things you've said to me <laughs> have popped into my head at different points. And I feel like that's just such a, uh, what's the word? Just a, a beautiful aspect of any kind of therapy is that you don't know as the therapist just how that experience you have with someone of what you're saying or the enlightenment that they're getting then of how that's still going to serve them down the path, down their path in, in different ways. So yeah, that you're the gift that keeps on giving Lauren. (laughs) Still, 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 still kept, kept on giving right, right to this day. So yeah, it's a, and, and I think I'm sure you saw it in your work as a sex therapist, Lauren, that, um, and it's still unfortunately the case that there's a lot of shame Mm. in seeking help from a sex therapist like it's even shame for women talking about sex um and I think that was a part of my issue when I I came to see you was just that whole I remember you talking to me about the Madonna and the whore complex and just um really struggling with that phenomenon of being a married woman um and having had certain experiences that made me anxious about sex but then also knowing that there was this part of me there that I wanted to express but I I was just so confused about how to do that so um yeah but but life-changing experience yeah oh wow that's so um thank you (laughs) that's so touching to you thank you for what you reflected back and thank you for also putting it in the context of what it is that other women are experiencing Mm. and do experience when it comes to sex because shame is shame and guilt and feeling powerless and feeling like feeling unworthy of having desires and fantasies beyond what their actual reality is is such a pervasive issue that Mm. blocks so many women from their pleasure from seeking Mm. accurate forms of information from seeking help and it really is and anyone who's um, been around for a little while would have heard me say this, but it really is the most vulnerable part of ourselves. Mm. There's a part on that. I really believe if you go to your sexuality like you did in 2013 Mm. and beyond, when you go to your sexuality, you activate all the other parts of Mm. any other work that you've done. You start Mm. to have, you inadvertently tap into dreams you tap into sensuality you tap into boundaries you tap into consent you tap into your voice Mm. you tap into your needs your preferences it's just Mm. going to your sexuality is such a powerful uh powerful experience and I'm Mm. really um yeah I'm really touched it moved you and if memory serves it moved you to the point that you got pregnant (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the end absolutely. of our work together the first it, time. It works. Look at that. <laughs> Clear evidence right there. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's um, what you're saying there, and I may have said this to you in a message, Lauren, but I like there was big progress there for me, um, yeah, with my sexuality and with my sensuality and letting go of shame. Um, 
And then there was lots of growth with that, but I felt that there was still this one block there and I couldn't understand it. I couldn't put my finger on it, on what it was. Um, And then I think it was last year after going through burnout Mm. um, and, um, you know, that like that whole kind of like you've got to blow yourself up. (laughs) That's what I feel like I did. I like blew myself up with burnout and was kind of in these pieces that then I had to, um, it was almost like rebuilding myself in a different way and it was only through that process that I, I don't know what it was. Do you know what it was actually? I started listening to music I listened to when I was 19. Yes. So this happened like, this happened like six weeks ago. I just randomly, I was on my own, had to have to myself and put on, um, you know, R&B hip hop from when I was 19. And it just tapped into this part of me that hadn't been alive since I was 19, like properly alive. Mm, mm. And that brought back a lot of like exhilaration and that sense of fun and spontaneity and sensuality. But it also brought back these memories where I had um, locked my sexuality away, locked my sensuality away, locked my power away because of certain experiences to do with kind of masculine energy, I suppose we could say. Mm-hmm. where I then became just really adversive to, to masculine energy and really, um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but just that shut down a part of my sexuality because I'm a heterosexual woman <laughs> attracted to masculine energy um, and just shut down and was associated with that as well. And it wasn't until... I made this connection myself that I was just like, oh, my God, I've just um, kept this part of me kind of locked away for for so long, like this this one element. And since then, I've just been more in my, yeah, sexuality, sensuality than I probably ever have. And like what you were saying before about the importance of illuminating that as a woman and being in that, I feel more powerful like powerful is the word really, more powerful than I ever have. Like just, I, I don't know, like fierce, really fierce in a good way and just completely embracing all of myself and really not giving a fuck <laughs> what anyone else thinks. Like yes. I've never properly been in that line. No. Like there's been... There's been elements of that, and yep. I kind of swam swam around in it a little bit, and going, yeah, I'm 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 confident, I'm powerful, I'm I'm in this, I'm owning myself. But but there was this part of me that I, you know, which was kind of tied up in shame, which I I wasn't owning, and now I'm just, yeah, I it's it's hard to describe, but powerful is probably the right word. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. It does to me. And I'm almost seeing a timeline of your burnout. Mm. So to give people a little bit of background, just this is my memory of 2020 for you, is that you yes. worked your fucking ass off and you served and served and served mm. and served. And when you weren't serving clients, you were serving in your home life and you were serving on Instagram stories, so many Instagram stories of Libby sharing, 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 reassuring, <laughs> comforting, just giving. And then you made mm. the announcement 
in the third quarter of last year and it's like I am going to close down my one-to-one practice. I am going to um, I'm going to reshift my focus on other aspects of life and the work and what it could be in future. And I'm wondering, like, sorry, have I missed, is that all? That's, um, that's it, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. And I'm wondering, and please fill in the gaps of what mm. I see as an outsider, I'm wondering if your burnout and your, you know, blowing blowing your own life up, like you mentioned, mm. whether that took your nervous system out of survival mode into, and you would do experience some other forms of survival mode when you're going into burnout recovery. It's like, uh, um, all <laughs> of the doubt. But you would never have felt that fierceness, that power, that sensuality, mm. that sexuality, that full feminine, fully fledged feminine. I'm full of myself. I don't give a fuck what you think. I actually embody mm. the confidence. Don't just mm. say the confidence. I wonder mm. if you would ever be able to feel any of those things without the blowing yourself up, like the the polarities of going through burnout crashing down to the ground and rebuilding yourself you were ever going to touch on any of those feelings or embody any of those feelings without really taking things to the max Mm. no absolutely and that's where I can look back now like at the time of experiencing burnout and shortly after it you know there was a lot of shame with that because again it's that whole oh I should know better why did I do this to myself um but you know, ridden through it and surrendering to the experience of it and um, having enough awareness to say, look, I'm stopping and I'm just going to see what happens. And that's fucking scary coming from a recovered perfectionist that loves certainty and a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I now, in recent weeks, it's just become so like crystallised in me that um, I needed to do that. I needed to actually push myself like I did because that was this old patterning of you know you've just got to work hard you've got to serve and if someone's asking you've got to help I actually needed to do that last year to get to where I am now Mm. if I just kind of pussyfooted around (laughs) and hadn't hadn't really stuck in those old shitty patterns and just gone no let's just be really balanced I'd still be in that space I'd still be seeing one-to-one clients I wouldn't have had any of these like (laughs) um just truths dropping in and being able to step into my power I I wouldn't be where I am right now um so I needed to push myself to blow myself up to blow my life up Mm. um to feel completely broken um I don't know if I don't really like the word crisis so much but I can't really think of a better word at the moment but you know essentially I feel like I've gone through and still going through a huge identity shift Mm. um, in all facets of my life and I whilst it feels still kind of quite unnerving in some respects it also just feels really fucking good like it feels really equally powerful and equally you know I don't have all the answers right now I don't have a plan I don't have certainty um but I have a lot of of love for myself um and I, I don't think I ever have to this degree like and and with that it's just a lot of owning 
owning myself and all all the parts of myself and not giving a fuck what anyone else thinks really yeah. so yes i i needed i needed to do that to myself to get to where i am now and and to to continue on this path really yeah i can feel the difference in you from <laughs> 6 9 months ago and it really does feel like Mm. a witnessing of your evolution and that you knew Mm. all this stuff because you're smart you're smart as fuck you knew all this stuff but knowing (laughs) and embodying are two very very different things like I Mm. knew that you Mm. I knew that you knew that wasn't the yes it wasn't like she doesn't know this stuff it was Mm. and this is all of us by the way this is me as all of us Um, yes it's it's the embodiment of it. It's you actually mm. being. When you are the thing, you don't even have to use those words anymore. Like you won't even have to yeah. say, I don't give a fuck what other people think. You won't ever have to make an Instagram quote out of that because mm. you just be so in that energy mm-hmm. and you're stepping into that when you show up that no one will even think, oh, she's mm. about what other, like no one will even think that. It'd be like, she seems pretty fucking happy with herself. Can I have some of what she's having? What's she uh, having? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that is yeah. is actually being the thing, mm. not just talking about the thing. That's not yes. the work is actually yes. being the thing. And when you feel it, it's when you feel it pumping through your veins, it's just mm. you don't want to go back to talk, just mm. being all talk about it anymore. And you won't. <laughs> no. And that's. That's a big, yeah, that's a big one, I think. And I feel like you probably even said that back to me in 2013. And and like what you say, a universal phenomenon for so many women where, where so many of us, we're so fucking intelligent, we're so in our minds, we're so clever, we know all the right things that we're meant to be doing, we're even like trying to do them. Um, but that's, it's a different language to, to speak, I suppose, yeah. but to embody something and to be really in your body, um, which is something that I've always struggled with because I'm always in my mind. I love being in my mind. It's so comfortable and I, you know, get trapped in that thinking that that's the way to and to solve problems and to, to fix things. And I've always struggled to properly be in my body and stay in my body and to just to embody what I know up here, yeah. really. And it was this goddamn throwback playlist for when I was 19 that it just, it's like it's, what's the word? It just kind of, um, I, it just kind of tripped my body. Yes. It got my body yeah. back to an experience, experiences, good experiences so it's like totally bypassed my brain, right? Like yes. that's what I needed. Yep. And I just, I, I, I've, I've tried so much as, as you would know, and as, as so many women have to do all the right things to, um, you know, practice good self-development, to build more confidence, to own more of myself, to be more present, to be more calm. It's like, right, I'm going to um, challenge my core beliefs. I'm going to practice meditation. I'm going to make sure I'm exercising X amount of times, like doing all these things, which I think so many of us try to do when we're on this path of mm. self-development, which I think many women are, and I'm sure 99.9% of your audience are. Um, 
we try to do all of these things to 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 feel more to feel more alive to break patterns and to to keep growing but it was just such it's been such an eye-opening experience for me that so it's been I think 10 weeks now from when I first listened to this playlist and I it bypassed my brain Mm. And it went straight to my body where I was just like, oh my God, I'm just flooded with these feelings and sensations and these experiences of how I used to hold myself when I was 19 and how I used to be. And it felt so fucking good in my bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be in on that bathroom. (laughs) Can I come to that? On a Saturday night. Were in. I'm not sure if my neighbours can see into my bathroom. I'm a little concerned that maybe I, I, they can, but you know, whatever. It was 9:30 on a Saturday night. I was home alone, listening to this, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And my body was just like woken up. Mm. And then from that moment on, I I couldn't stop listening to that music. So on the way to the gym at the you know when I I was I was listening to this music and it was bringing back those sensations experiences memories and bring me into um yeah that sense of sexuality and sensuality and power like me you know bringing me back to me and it felt so good that I was just like I just want to stay in this like it was lots of dopamine (laughs) I was just being like the biggest dopamine addict I'm like fuck this feels good and especially given the um, you know, when you go through burnout and go through serving and being stuck in this productivity loop, you you get dopamine in a different way for being productive, but it's not in this euphoric, um, pure body sensation. So I was starved of that. I'd starved yes, myself. Starved is a good word. Yeah. Starved for yeah. years, Lauren. Like there might have been little snippets of it here and there, mm. but that's just it. It was snippets. And so I was just flooding myself <laughs> with this euphoric body sensation dopamine hits where I was just like, I just want to stay here. And it felt so good. And this is what was so interesting to me because it was so out of character for me that I then went to like go pick up a book one night and I was like, I just can't. I can't, I can't read. And I love reading. I love information. I love you know, I, I can't get enough of books. And I was like, I just can't read. And then I'd go to listen to a podcast. I'm like, oh, that looks really good. And I'm like, I can't hear it. Mm. I can't listen. I can't take on more information. That's yes. not what I need yes. at the moment. And um, my brain, which it very much needed to, it went offline and my body came online. My body had been online for so many like properly and so it was like this switch it was like my brain had just like packed up it had gone away which it needed to um my body was there and just kind of like running the show and and that came in lots of different ways like again I'm really big on intuitive eating I you know I try to practice that but it's always been such a top down um of like this is how this is how you do intuitive eating proper intuitive eating of just being so tuned into my body of what do I feel like right now? What do I need? And um, yeah, I just, I, I can't believe how much, um, what's the word, just growth has come from being in my body. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say the word that came through for everything that you just shared, which absolutely blows my mind. It doesn't blow my mind. It blows like my sacral center. (laughs) It's just like shouting and jumping for joy, like yippee, yippee, she's feeling it. She's expressing. She's in her body. Her body came online and her mind went off. The thing that came through, the word that came through was remembering. You have been through a period of remembering. What what does that word bring up for you? Yeah, I think it's it's really accurate because when I think back to that night 10 weeks ago, um, dancing in my bathroom on my own, and it was it was a complete remembering, like it was this. And it wasn't my mind, it was my body. <laughs> it was my body remembering who I was. Um, and most importantly, in this way of how I felt, like how my body felt, and it was remembering um, just this sense of like of joy and and euphoria and exhilaration and um just feeling good Mm. ultimately um and it's I think like I said to you just before it's not as if I haven't felt good since I was 19 (laughs) it's definite gee that's that's been a bit of a worry if that's the case but you know I've, I've definitely felt good um I felt confident and I've felt powerful at times absolutely and I'd like to think of myself as generally, you know, a pretty optimistic, happy person and and have a really good life. But the feeling that I have now and that came up for me that night 10 weeks ago, um, it's it it is it is this complete remembering and it's that sense of um just really it's hard to describe, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard it's, to describe. It is. It is because it's it's sensory and it's sensations it and and honestly, that what you've said captures it. And this is what we do, isn't it? We say, oh, how can I describe this even better? And it's mm. like you, how well, how many words are there for what you feel in your body and you just know and mm. feels like feels like a very unique personal experience. There aren't words mm. for it. Uh, and that's the nectar. That's the good stuff in life. That's the deep stuff. That's the, mm. you know, and, and for anyone listening, I want you to notice how this is freely available to you. Libby did not go on, <laughs> like, on a, you know, 10 days silent retreat to find this out about herself. It's the, there's so much power in the ordinary mm. moments that mm. we overlook because we think it needs to be more complicated or it needs mm. to be. A special set of circumstances or if only I could travel overseas and have this experience no mm. like m- the mm. most powerful moments you can have are in your kitchen in your bathroom yes. on the toilet like they can be <laughs> they can be some of your most powerful moments freely available to you no you know not a lot of effort but just a whole lot of willingness and mm. curiosity and mm. And, you know, and taking a step into a past aspect of yourself because Mm. that past aspect never leaves you. They might go quiet, but they never leave you. So 
don't abandon the parts of you that know, not just know, mm. but are able to be in fun and exploration and exhilaration and illumination. Yes, absolutely. And I think a key thing for me and, and potentially a lot of women is, you know, like what we were saying before, when you're on this quest for growth or trying to find more confidence or power or trying to find yourself, um, we typically go down this path that's very cognitive focused. Um, and being a psychologist that's definitely trained in cognitive behavior therapy, um, it's it's helpful. It it can be, it can work, it's great. And you know, I've definitely done that to the nth degree to myself. But um, and I, I feel like you used to say this to me too, Lauren, like it's it's it keeps you stuck to try and solve the problem with your head. Mm. when it's it's at you're actually um you're, you're sabotaging yourself you're keeping yourself stuck but you 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 think that well that's the only way to solve this problem and okay well that book didn't work or that therapist didn't work so I've got to try someone else or oh shit I maybe it didn't work because I only meditated three times last week maybe I've got to try five times this week um and it's all you know, we just stay on that loop of looking for things outside of ourselves to try to connect us with our power that's kind of deep inside to connect us with our true authentic selves. And it's, to, to me, it just has felt like it's really been about um, letting go of all of that stuff, letting go of all of the head stuff and and not intentionally. I didn't intentionally do it, but if anyone's finding themselves stuck, maybe I'd encourage to to try and get out of your head and and get into your body. And I think that's that's what was life-changing for me was the music. It was the music that tripped my body and tripped memories and experiences back for me um, that I felt in my body and that lit my body up mm. that, um, that felt so good that I couldn't, that the brain couldn't sabotage that then, if that yeah. makes sense. Like I was yeah. just like, but fuck, this feels good. And, you know, the wonderful thing about the way that we're wired too is we kind of want to come back for more, you know. We're like those, yeah. those rats with the levers in the cage. It's like give me more of that dopamine and that yeah. euphoric body sensation and that sense of feeling sensual and powerful and that sense of just embracing me. I want that. And that's why I kept going back to the music. And it's you know, I'm still listening to that music. I have started, <laughs> I have started reading again, um, yeah. but I just feel, feel more myself than I ever have and I feel more in love with myself than I ever have. I feel more powerful um, and just, you know, what's interesting for me is I've never really done it. I've read that it's good to do. <laughs> I've probably tried to do it with my head, but I actually feel like I'm really surrendering to to life. Like um, I've always been someone who's been quite, have had very rigid beliefs around that we've all got such strong volition over our lives and mm -hmm. lots of control and um, being able to have plans. And if something happens that thwarts those plans, you just make a new plan. Um, like I've, I've loved, 
plans and certainty and I when people say I talk about uh, coincidences or the timing of things or certain things happening I've just been like oh that's a load of bullshit um <laughs> let me let let me just stick to my plans and let me show you my calendar let me show exactly, you exactly <laughs> exactly I'm, I'm just like coincidence what are you talking about yeah. and now being in my body and feeling so good I'm just like I still believe in having plans and having a level of volition over our lives, absolutely. But I was saying to someone the other day, it's opened up and it's expanded my experience of life now because I'm just actually open to the unknown Mm. and to kind of welcoming small experiences in my day if it's a conversation with a stranger or um, running into someone, whatever it might be. And I'm just like, fuck, that's magical. Like, that's just... That's awesome. And I go to bed now and each night, like not forcing it in any way, but I'm just kind of like, huh, I wonder what tomorrow's going to bring. Like just it's opened, it's it's my experience of life has just expanded, but my life probably doesn't look that different. Yes. Um, yeah. On the outside. And that's what feels, that's a part of this whole yeah process of what I've gone through. And I think where I'm at at the moment is just, I feel really different. I feel like I'm experiencing life in a really different way. And it feels um, like it, it just, life feels exciting again. Oh, I'm so clappy. <laughs> I'm clapping. I am feeling you. I am feeling you so much more like this than I was feeling you when you were in your head. Like I'm actually really, I've always felt, sorry, I've always felt you, of course, but, and what you stand for and your values, but this is, it's like you are speaking another language now. Like this Mm. is, this is you speaking the language and being, and being the thing. And yeah, when you use the word excitement, excitement is my favorite sensation it's what I Mm. oh it's what I I base all my work I'm asking myself does this turn this does this turn me on does it excite me like I'm asking does this person turn me on does working with this person and it it's honestly so clarifying to uh put excitement as the centerpiece and it just Mm. that is a good dopamine uh yes turn on if you are going to turn on one because then you get to ask is the way I'm moving my body right now exciting? Is this conversation exciting? Is this, um, and granted, not everything's going to be exciting, but the one Mm. way I twist that around is, is doing this kind of mundane thing going to help me get to the exciting bit? Mm. Like just will it, is it one of the stepping stones I need to do so that I can feel excitement? And I really, really want to reflect back to you that I am hearing how you've embraced (laughs) magic and I Never, I've got goosebumps running down my legs, always <laughs> me tuning in. Um, you would never have used that word surrender before nine months ago. No. You never would have. No. No, fuck no. No way. And not, I might have tried to use it, but it wouldn't have been um, embodying it at all. And, yeah, I think I, 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 I and it's what we were saying before, I struggle I'm not one to struggle to find words, but I struggle to find, <laughs> to find words to describe this experience because it's not a cognitive experience. Mm. Um, it's a 
bodily experience and it's um I, I was saying to someone the other day and I think I've, I've said it to several people when maybe they've commented on how I'm seeming like my energy is different or we'll be talking about an experience that's happened for me lately and I'm just like oh that normally would have ruffled my feathers but I'm just like oh whatever um and I've said to lots of people I'm like I don't even know who I am anymore Mm. and that's been something I've said a lot and I'm I'm using it in terms of the way that I feel it's like I don't even know who I am anymore but I actually know myself more than I ever had have so if that makes sense like I don't when I'm saying I when I'm saying I don't know who I am anymore it's this previously really nicely constructed picture of Libby um you know that and that's the picture that I subscribed to previously and I lived by you know I was um a mum a wife a psychologist I was a good daughter a good friend helping people, giving, caring, um, working hard. Like there was this picture I had created and and lived by, I suppose, unknowingly. Um, And it had a lot of certainty with it, but a lot of um, restriction with it as well. And and none of that, that, that's not who I am. Um, And so when I, when I'm saying I don't know who I am anymore, it's like, I'm, I'm not subscribing to to that picture I'm I still definitely perform in those roles but that's not my identity yeah Um, yeah and that yeah who who I am now is just it's it's like what you were saying before it's that remembering Mm. it's it's the what what people see in me now is 100% me um and yeah it, it just it it feels so good it feels so good and I just, yeah, more than ever um, want other women and I'm, I'm sure you're in this space too, Lauren, where when you get that experience, like really get that experience <laughs> oh. <laughs> of <laughs> blowing your life up, blowing yourself up, everything yep. you thought you ever knew is just a load of shit mm-hmm. and back to this true essence of yourself and embrace it and own it the the good and the bad um and you yeah live that every day and it feels really good that that sense of power it's just like wow there are so many women walking around stuck in this space of not embodying themselves not feeling powerful um and it's just yeah, I suppose it's it's just having that desire, I suppose, as we do with, with working with women of um, more women to to feel illuminated, to feel powerful, to feel to feel themselves. And I think as as you've said before, Lauren, to to be full of themselves. Yes. To really fucking <laughs> own them and own themselves. And what I've said to myself self lately is um I want to own the shit out of my life. Like mm. I want to own it. I just, it's, um, and, and to me that's just, yeah, that's a, a side effect of just feeling, feeling really powerful in yourself. Mm. And I just, I wish that for every woman really. 
Yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? Like when you when you become full of yourself, when you feel, when you are your fullest self, when you are fulfilled within yourself, mm-hmm. you want to share it. You don't know. Yes. I don't know any woman. I don't know any woman that is um, filled with herself that doesn't want to share it. And the reason why we get on social media and we we keep um or whatever channels are available to us and we keep talking about this and keep Mm. embodying it is so that you can feel that way for yourself no one wants to just be the only one that feels good and to be on their own in that there are some experiences that happen when you are on your own but inevitably you want to share it and you want other people in on the secret you want in on it so yeah so mm, when a woman shares herself in her fullest self and owns her stuff and owns the shit out of her life if you are listening do not get if you can do not get triggered by that do not get Mm. get, um do not take that personally all she is doing is showing you that there's another way than playing Mm. And staying quiet and mm. knowing herself and going through life wearing a mask that's really comfortable but intensely. Mm. So these are any woman that does that, I want to assure you, she's what she's really saying in whatever she's putting out there mm. is, I would love you to walk with me in this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a, it's an interesting experience you know, what you're saying there, because I definitely, when I was um, not in this space last year and in previous years and and definitely had several masks on, I not feeling full of myself and not feeling powerful and not loving myself and embracing myself, um, I would be so triggered by seeing women, other women in their power Mm. Um, it was a really big internal conflict because I'd, I'd have this like, yeah, bodily response where I'm like, oh, what are they doing? Who do they think they are? Why are they doing that? And why are they doing that? And I'm not. And, um, it would trigger so much stuff Mm. underneath, but then, you know, at the same time, I'm, I'd be trying to reason through that and going, well, you know, power to her and that's awesome. And, you know, let's try and support her. But it was just such a interesting internal experience where I was really triggered by their power um, because it was almost like showing up a mirror to me that I wasn't in my power yeah. and um, and I needed to be. I needed to be and every woman needs to be. And I think, yeah, that's what you're saying there is that when we see other women in their power and owning themselves and putting themselves out there in lots of different ways it's it's just showing us that there's a different way to be yeah and um and that we we can all do that in our own way you know embrace ourselves and own ourselves and be full of ourselves and and have that power there's enough space there's for for all women to have that power Um, yeah and I think that's where that kind of scarcity mindset can come up, where we see other women being in their power that we're just like, oh, well, that means it's not enough room for me or who do they think they are that they can do that and, and I can't. And it's just like, no, let's reframe how we're looking at this woman as she's 
gone through a lot of shit to get to where she is, for starters. Guaranteed. Um, Guaranteed. Yes. Yeah. If she's in her power, she has fucking blown her life up, blown herself up, felt like absolute shit, questioned herself and everything in her life to get to where she is now. So I think, yeah, when we can also have that realistic mindset of when you see a woman in her power, know that she has been where you are. Yeah. She has been, you know, in those depths of questioning herself and questioning her life and she's just showing you that you can be in your power mm. too. Yeah. Mm. And it really does link back to what you said about it happening through the body. Anyone, people, you can smell things through screens and social media. Like even though your sense of smell (laughs) isn't actually activated, everyone can smell inauthenticity, putting on a pose, Mm. doing something because someone will think it looks good to other people. Anyone that you genuinely perceived to be in their fullest expression in complete authenticity where there's just no gaps like no there's just no question or doubt I guarantee you she would have been through shit and she would have Mm. exactly what exactly what Libby said and what she's doing is what Libby has done for herself which has gone into her body She's gone into mm-hmm. her body and you don't just go into your body once. It's not a one-off, mm. okay, I did it, I went into my body or I dropped down <laughs> into my body. You do it again and again and again and again and you do it in a variety of ways. You do it mm-hmm. like anyone who's follow- been following for a while will know that dance is my favourite way of mm. doing that. I don't really meditate much or no. at all. Uh, the stillness piece, I need blood flowing. and yes. Um, I do, sorry, I do drop in a little bit and anchor in and meditate, but I really like things that require my, my participation, uh, through my body. So when I go to anchor in, I actually use my words and I say, mama earth, please take this charge and replenish me. This is what I'm calling in. I actually speak it out loud through my voice because it helps me to be more engaged. And Mm. the other way is, um, as people would know, is dancing. It's getting the blood Mm. flowing. It's remembering everyone can dance everyone can dance when someone says that they can't dance i just want to get a wet fish and slap them ah! the <laughs> like yes you can everyone can, can or dance. jiggle or wriggle or yes. get on a bed and just move a little bit like you know regardless of ability everyone can gently move their body or their arms or their hands in some way shape or form and that's dancing and it's there and it's always available to you on tap bit of music you don't need to go to a fancy dance class um as much as I'm all for that if that's what you want because that's what people do um you don't have to go to a club you don't have to no always there for you in the bathroom whenever you need whenever you need to remember who you are and Mm. who you were and who you could be. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's what the music did for me. Like I, I wasn't just standing in the bathroom listening to music. Like I was dancing and I danced probably like two to three times a day. So the way that I start my day, like five days a week, because it just seems to be working for me at the moment is I'll get up pretty early to go to the gym. But what I do before I go to the gym and I'm getting ready is I listen to music and I dance in my bathroom. 
4.30 a.m. and I'm starting my day <laughs> with coffee, of course. And of course, Libby. <laughs> you know we're all for the coffee here. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's like what you're saying. It just It's almost like I'm not starting my day with meditation. I'm not starting my day with um, reading or journaling. And I've done all of that. And it's not to say that that stuff isn't helpful or doesn't work or can't get you into your body but I think that's where I've definitely gone wrong in the past and maybe a lot of other really um heady based women do you know if we're Mm. in our heads a lot is that whole thing of oh I'm just going to read this I'll read my book for 10 minutes in the morning or I'll do my journaling or I'll do this and it's just it's keeping us stuck in our heads and It feels so good. Like I will literally jump out of bed, grab my earphones, make a coffee, head to the bathroom to get changed and get ready. And I'm dancing at 4.30 in the morning and it feels so fucking good. And it just, it sets me up for the day where my body is is switched on. (laughs) My body runs the show then, you know, and it's not to say that I don't ever use my head. I definitely use my head still. But my body is there, it's it's there more than it ever has been, really. Yes. So yeah, I think that's a key thing is is being in your body and and not trying to almost um not trying to use the brain to get into your body, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, most definitely. You used a great word at the very beginning. I think it was bypass at bypass. Yes. Yes. Yeah, bypass. Yeah, bypass. <laughs> and you're and the one of the key things there as well is starting on the note of the body, not using brain, mm. using brain. And then later on the day, oh, I hope my body just suddenly kicks in. It's like it's yes. never too late. I would never use those words, but there's more power in starting on the note of the body. Um, as yes. soon as you can, as soon as you're cognizant of it, it's like, right, drop in. How can you drop yes. in? How can yes. You, yeah. How can you come into the body? I love it. We're speaking <laughs> the same language. Absolutely. Um, yes. Now, Libby, we've talked to a lot today about what women grapple with and what they conceal. Um, I'm just wondering, you've given us a lot of juice, a lot of marrow, <laughs> a lot of nectar in this episode, but I'm just wondering, is there, um, what are three things that you want women struggling with being their fullest selves to know? And you might have already mentioned them, so feel free to repeat anything that you've said because repetition is always a good thing. It is. It is always a good thing. I think I would firstly start of just, if you're in a space of feeling like you're not owning yourself or you're not feeling as alive as you'd like to feel or not feeling powerful um, or you're feeling stuck is to firstly know that it's possible. It's so mm. possible mm-hmm. for you to feel different and for your life to feel different. And it doesn't mean that there have to be big shifts to what your life looks like on the surface. Um, you know, and I think maybe that brings us to kind of point number two is that the biggest way to get that shift of connecting more in with your power and truly remembering yourself is letting your body come online, mm. letting your body come online and your brain offline. And it's funny that that phrase, you know, my brain went offline. I feel like maybe I sent that to you in a message, Lauren, when you 
Yeah, when you, you did. Were you did. Out. I couldn't believe it. Almost fell. Off. I'm like, what's she talk? Like, what? This is Libby. Like, brain offline. And I was like, what? I was seriously like, really? You're not <laughs> responding immediately? Who is this? <laughs> but that I did. I sent that. I sent that in a message to you because, um, yeah, you were just trying to tee up when to do the interview, and yeah. I was just like, oh. Wow, Lauren, it sounds amazing, but honestly, my brain is offline. It's fucking I like, January. Who's, who's, I don't have who's replying to her messages. I'm like, I don't have a diary. I don't know what day it is. I'm just getting up, dancing, moving, having sex, eating, being in the ocean, sleeping. Like that's that's my to-dos at the moment. None of them are concerning my brain. Um yeah. so I think it's, it's that switch. So many of us, we're, we're really in our brains. Our brains are online. They're running the fucking show. And our brains are great, but it can be, it, it disconnects us from our body when we're too much in our brains. And it disconnects us from, oh, just truly feeling the goodness of life and feeling our power. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's been a huge like shattering of my beliefs. Like I'm, I'm really believing that now and living that. Of um, my brain doesn't always know what's best, and mm. I actually need to be in my body and let my body run the show in 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 pair with with my brain. Um, so yeah, that's. I think an important one is if you're feeling like you're stuck in your head and you're trying to solve these kind of personal development problems or wanting to reach your power through your brain, I would say switch tact and get into your body listening to music. I'm I'm blown away at how powerful music has been for me Um, and probably because of like what you said, you know, that then kind of triggers memories, experiences, sensations and, and dancing. Um, and if that's not your jam, then, you know, jumping in the ocean or be, being in your body in some other way. And that's where, that's where you are. <laughs> that's where that, that true essence of who we are, our true power is, um, it's in our bodies. And that's why I think it's hard to find the words to describe how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. you are just in your illumination and in your most illuminated self, like the most I've ever seen mm. you. And you don't need words for illumination. You don't keep no. any words. You just you're illuminated. It's a full. Mm. It's a complete sentence. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's just it 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 feels so good. So yeah, for other women that that they want that or they're searching for that I think um it's knowing it's possible it's finding a way to get your brain offline so if that's stopping reading um or stopping information seeking or stopping Mm, seeking help in certain ways then go for that like I didn't consciously make that choice it was it was I I my my body made that choice. I couldn't. <laughs> mm. Like I had a full body response to going to read or listening to a podcast where I'm just like, oh, I can't do that. Mm. So, um, yeah, it might be also just kind of ceasing these activities that you've maybe really enjoyed or or tried to force um, to be able to just let your body come online. 
Yeah, yeah, really, really good point. We can, we can become self help professional person. Sorry, personal development or even professional development uh, <laughs> junkies in a way. Or we can get really addicted to need to know more, need to know more, need to know more. Mm. Deeper, need to meet more edges. Need to learn this thing. Need to like and. And there's there's a time and a place for meeting your edges and growing, and then there's also a time for integration and stuff. Yes. And and to just um, I did this after my big 2012 of, um, or maybe I did it at a later point. I just did so many things in one year that I went, wait a minute, just step back for a while and see mm. what actually lands. What are you going to use? Mm. What do you? What is? What are you going to integrate? What's what? parts feel like you what parts you want to leave behind you don't know Mm. until you pause if you Mm. keep going with personal development and you keep going on that track of learning because I have to always be learning and absorbing you will not know yourself like you are paradox you're going to be further disconnected from yourself because you're just going to be parroting all these things that other people say it's like oh who are you like yes yeah what 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 do you want to keep? What do you want to let go of? So I really, really appreciate that you brought that up. So that hasn't been mentioned yet on the podcast, that there is so much space for the poor oh. stepping back and the not absorbing, that there is that there is actually Absolutely. deep learning in that. And I, I know, and your head will not hear this. Your head, This is not a message for your head. No. <laughs> with it. This is a message for your nervous system and your body and your heart mm. and your soul that already know that all of this is true. Mm. Absolutely. And I think it's that whole thing of, yeah, that, that we can get addicted to information seeking or seeking external things outside oh, of us definitely. to try to know more and learn more and unlock ourselves. But mm. it's like, like for me, for where I am now, I never... I can handle my heart say I never would have gotten to this point if I hadn't have gone through the shit of last year mm. and be what felt like being backed into a corner where my only option was to stop the work that I love. Like that's the space I got to where um, I was just like, I can't, I can't do another week of this. That's, mm. that's how bad I got. Um that I felt, yeah, backed into a corner and I, I didn't want to be there, but I, I had to be there for me to get to where I am now and no books, no journaling, no therapist, no, no nothing no, no, no. external to me was going to get me to this place of power. It, it was truly embodying being in my body yeah, um, and not trying to force that, but just, yeah, my body coming back online and just going, holy fuck, this feels good. Where has this been? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, and and then my body, yeah, chasing more of that, mm. really. It wasn't my brain chasing it. It was my body going, mm. oh, my God, I want more of that euphoric dopamine where it, it just feels good. Let's get that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's the... You reach a point where the brain can only do so much, really. Yeah, that's right, and that's what it's made to do. Like it's it's made yeah. for certain functions. It's not made for every function. No, and, you know, most of our serotonin is produced in our gut, right? Is that yes. or a lot? Yeah, yeah, least? absolutely. So it's not the body really does have a big role in your level of satisfaction and your level of fulfillment, and that's why. Um, 
yeah, we do need to bypass the brain every now and again mm. and really, really utilize the brain and the mind for how incredible it is at certain skills because it is, that's just a fact. It's just not the one stop shop for all of your, like you said, all of your problem solving. Mm. Um, yeah, this, Libby, this is going to change your work fundamentally. This is going to yeah. change and reverberate through so many of your future clients, however, whatever means you choose to serve from here on, mm. uh, whatever it is you choose to do, I have no doubt that it's just like this weight has been taken off the work and it's mm. it's and a, and a new light is being shone on it um, because you've been doing the thing and now you can show other women who are mm. in their heads that there are there's another way I'm really yes. I'm really excited for you and I'm excited for the women that are going oh. to access that wisdom through you that wisdom that's in themselves through you Thank you. Yes, I absolutely feel it. It's one of those things and I think it's similar to your own experience too, Lauren, where like once once you've gone through it and once you're in it and once you have that new way of being and existing and embodying it, it's it's just there. Like it's Yeah, it just is. Forced. It just is. Yeah. And then that's absolutely gonna filter and it is, it it filters through every aspect. Um of my life and and will definitely continue to do so so yeah yes. it feels fucking great <laughs> yes <laughs> and now we have record we have a recording of you saying that so if you ever ever dip it's gonna be like I'll we have you on it. record saying how yes. fucking great it feels get back to that and yes. I always say that because that's so natural like yes. I don't I know that you won't but just in those times where it's like oh, I just want to contract a little bit it's like no yeah Back to your fullest come back to your fullest self she's always there for you and she's always there for every listener Libby at the end of every episode I ask you some quick shoot questions would you be willing to go into your body right now to answer these questions because your mind's going to want to like craft a perfect answer well, yes. actually it won't now that you're a changed woman um, <laughs> but I would love you to go into to access that beautiful INFJ intuition of yours and to uh, give us some of your truest responses is that okay with you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite sensation? Oh, favorite sensation. Oh, that is a really good question. Gosh, hard to answer because I think I have a lot of different sensations coming up. I think it's it's hard to describe, but I think it's like this sense of exhilaration. So um when it's like jumping in the ocean and it feels icy cold but feels really good at the same time yeah. um when it's yeah it's it's hard to describe but I think it's this feeling of exhilaration which I haven't had for many many years but it's 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 there every day for me yes. now in in yes. different ways yeah through yeah. I through love just it. different You're experiences clear. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely. It in. Like you're actually making it a part of you. You're making exhilaration a part of your day. And I think what's helped with that is a mindset shift of just being open to to life 
and what's outside of my control. So instead of, yeah, being like, okay, I've got to have this plan and everything's tightly controlled, which was closing me off to different opportunities or experiences or conversations or anything with other people, um, I've now got this openness where it's just like, I wonder what's going to happen. What's going to come in my path today? And that's exciting when you actually go, there's shit outside of my control and we worry about the stuff that can go wrong, but we often don't think about what could bring in something fucking exciting in your day. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that I, I'm, I'm living every day like that and, and chasing that sense of excitement and exhilaration in some yes. way. Yes. Yes. What is your favorite secret place? Oh, favorite secret place, a secret place to go to. Mm, it could be internal. It could be external. Um, favorite secret place. I would actually say it's internal. I am loving like replaying memories um, of just yeah different experiences of when I was younger. Um, so I've I've spent a bit of time. And, you know, my body goes back to that place. Um, this past week, uh, for whatever reason, I've been replaying memories of when I was, I think I was 20 and I went to America with my best friend and we lived in Colorado for six months and did like a ski season over there. And for whatever reason, like memories have just been popping up and I've just been like <laughs> dropping into that, <laughs> like just kind of marinating myself in it and, and take myself right back to that. Um, and yes, yeah, so many different experiences where I feel like they're just, it's just my own experiences and mm. no one else needs to know it. I don't need to share it with anyone. Um, and, and I love that. I love that about us as humans that we do have so many internal experiences that are secrets every day. I love this idea that we're all walking around and people have their own thoughts that they're not saying yeah, <laughs> um, or yeah. memories or experiences and you know as much as I think it's great to share secrets um, I love that yeah we all can drop into our own internal world and, and that's just for us that's that's cool yeah I, I don't know if that answers your question <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it does yeah that's what I love about that question in secret places it's it's very tempting to talk about an external place or to say it's, mm. it's it's when I went to um this place overseas but I really feel that the richest experiences that we have are simply already inside of us and I really uh what you said really resonates about us having our own secret experiences and thoughts and feelings and sensations every day that we just don't necessarily share and they're just little nuggets of gold for us like that makes it makes life so much more of a you know a rich tapestry and yes more engaging yeah yes yes uh what's one secret talent you possess (laughs) (laughs) Um, a secret talent oh I don't know if I have any secret talents um yeah, I don't know if I have any secret talents, Lauren. They're all, <laughs> okay. all, all, all my talents. What you see is what you get. All my talents <laughs> are out there, out there to the world. I'm pretty like talented in a bit of a funny way in terms of um, 
there's probably not a day that goes by where I don't spill food or coffee on myself um, <laughs> or where I don't drop something or run into furniture or something. Like my legs are covered in bruises at the moment um, just because I run into shit. Like it's just it's just one of those things where maybe I've actually previously tried to disown this about me where like I'm pretty clumsy um, and a little chaotic sometimes, a bit of that like kind of wild, messy feminine, yeah. which I think I've really tried to disown and go, oh, I've got to fix this about myself. Um, and now I'm just like, oh, she's <laughs> welcome to the party. She's here. Yeah, come and on in. You're the one I that actually makes the, the party so much more fun. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it about me that I'm just, I'm fucking clumsy. And yeah. Um, and messy and a bit chaotic like that that's my hidden talent that I think I've tried to um I've really tried to fix and I've tried to disown and tried to get her in order and now I'm like oh just come and grab a seat like yeah 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 actually don't grab a seat come and dance on the table (laughs) oh yes absolutely she's the one that dances on the table for sure yeah yeah I love her. Um, I love her. What's your secret pleasure? Secret pleasure. Um, Secret pleasure. That's a really good question. Probably uh, it's maybe a bit, um, what's the word, textbook response, but it's probably something that I have kept really under wraps, don't talk about a lot, Um, but it's sex. (laughs) it's like I yeah, gotten really well reacquainted with sex lately <laughs> to be perfectly honest I don't think I've had this much sex in my whole life um and it's it's an absolute it's something that's a pleasure I guess because I'm not talking about it with everyone well I am now um and something that I think yeah for so many women I'm sure for so many women, you know, sex, you might be having sex, but maybe there's not enough pleasure there or it's lost that aspect um, or there's no sex. And I think it's something that for so many women, we just, we starve ourselves. We starve ourselves mm-hmm. of pleasure in a sexual way. And it's just, oh, there's just, yeah, so much goodness there. So that's my secret. That's no longer yes. a secret. <laughs> Yes, breaking out into a clap. Yeah. <laughs> um, Libby, who's one woman who's really seen you? Oh, it's one hundred percent you, Lauren. Like, oh, <laughs> there's no honestly, like, there's no other women. It would be you and my best friend Lou, um, who I've known since I was ten, and um, she now lives in Canada, and she's. She's yeah, she definitely sees me for me, like the wildness and um yeah, all of me. But I think what made the work with you so confronting was because you did see me. Um and I feel like whenever we <laughs> over the years, whenever we've had interactions, whether it's been, you know, other kind of catch-up sessions, um, or even emails or messages like I've just, I've probably been a bit 
like nervous sometimes to interact with you because I'm like, fuck, Lauren really sees me. Like I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> She, she, like, I could be putting on a show right now and doing a lot of talk and she's just seeing right through that. So, um, you know, that's what's needed, really. Mm. So, and you, you saw me, like, all those years ago and did a phenomenal job to help me to see myself. Um, but I feel like it's you saw in me what you probably see in me today but I didn't see it in myself then yeah 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 that makes sense definitely what you said the three tips you gave to women the first one you said was possibility and Mm. just totally from the get-go full of possibility like it's all Mm. there it's not going to be it's not going to be a matter of is this possible or not it's like, no, the possibility piece is there. It's right mm. there. It's all inside of us. And mm. you you've um you did you did amazingly with what you had in 2013. Mm. You actually your result your outcomes, results isn't the word I want to use. Your outcomes were actually really phenomenal back then for yes. where you were at. So that expansion wanted to meet you and now, and this just takes time. I was just saying to Libby before we mm. press <laughs> being in business, and it just takes time and it marinates and you've got to throw spaghetti mm. at the wall and you've got to do the same old thing a billion, gazillion times. And then a new wave of possibility comes through later on when you're older and wiser. And, um, mm. yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's it's a joy to see you. It's such a joy. And, um, yeah, and always up and eager for the, you know, for the interaction. It's like, ooh, message. <laughs> like a dm oh wow livy's on instagram now yay (laughs) a little bit (laughs) yes yes it's been a beautiful beautiful unfolding and i think that that's yeah it's really true what what you're saying there like what you, you were sharing before about your business experience like things taking time and you know eight years can feel like a long time and you know here i am reflecting back to i haven't felt like this close to this since I was 19 and I'm really a fair way away from 19 at the moment um and it's just like I now I don't I I can see that I needed to have these years of certain experiences to get to this level of conviction yes of like because yeah those I, I could have reached it sooner but it just it wouldn't have stuck like it mm. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really felt it. I wouldn't have really embodied it. Yeah. Um, yep. And so that's yep. where kind of where we started our conversation, maybe maybe before we press record was just that whole thing of timing is everything. Like mm. sometimes you've just got to, you've got to, yeah, surrender to the timing of things and and not force things, not force the growth, not, not rush it. Like you've got to live through certain shitty experiences to, to get to a place where you embody something and there's that level of of conviction. Yeah. Yes. 
What an incredible note to end on, conviction. Thank you so much, Libby. I have loved today. I have loved this. Aww. I love this episode so deep already. And I know um, I, I'm so lucky I get to re-listen to them to make you know, little <laughs> clips of them. I'm so lucky I get to re-listen again, before, you know, <laughs> and just, and just marinate in some of what you said again and just like and cheer again and feel yeah, I can't, yeah, I just know that the listeners of The Secrets Women Keep will get so much, like so much pow, pow, pow out of this in the most beautiful, feminine, soft kind of um, here you are, this is possible for you as well kind of way. And, yeah, just thank you for bringing all of your gifts and thank you time, thank you time for letting us um, still circle around each other over eight years and have this conversation. Who would have thought? (laughs) We never would have known. It was a door that we never would have opened up. Life is is magical. Please, everyone, Mm. know that life is magical Mm. when you you, um, absolutely for it. Excellent. Um, Libby, just last thing, where can we find you? Yes, the best place to find me is on Instagram as the women psychologist. Um, that's that's where I am. I'm cur- <laughs> currently still filling my my time, uh, having a lot of fun and on sabbatical. And you know, I now have a new computer, so I'm um, back into trying to create some more work. But yeah, if people are seeking me out, I'm on Instagram a little bit more at the moment, sharing some stuff, um, and you can reach me there. Brilliant, brilliant. And Libby's very, um, when she gets the fire and the wind through her, her, uh, what she shares is just like generous isn't even the word for it. It's just, um, yeah, just pure, I don't know, pure purpose and comfort and love. And yeah, so be sure not to just look at Libby's grid, but watch her stories as well when she jumps on and Aww. really sit with her words because um, she speaks to you and that's a really, um, really powerful skill. Thanks so much again, Libby. I really appreciate you and it's oh, such a joy to see you. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> yes, thank you. Likewise, absolute pleasure to, um, yeah, to have this experience with you. It's been really, really meaningful for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I hope this episode has contributed to your understanding of your secret self. If you enjoyed it, please share it on Instagram and tag me so that more women can feel seen and understood. And if you never want to miss an episode, then subscribe so you're always in on the secret.